morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda and I bring you episode 81 of my daily audio vlog series. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings that quite often takes us to insightful places, although other times the rambling takes us nowhere. But that's the risk of embracing the unknown. Today there's multiple topics that I'm inspired to talk about, but I'm going to try and focus on one to not get lost and see if I can go deep into this one topic, which is no, the power of no, saying no, rejecting something or someone, turning something down, expressing a different opinion when everybody else agrees. I picked up this book a couple of days ago at the airport called, I think it's called The Power of No, something similar. I haven't, I haven't um, read too much of it yet, but the first thing it talks about is how easy it is to fall into the consensus, to fall into agreeing with the group, the majority. You know, not maybe you feel something different or you disagree, but because everybody else agrees, you decide to just let go of yourself and say, yeah, I agree as well. Whereas deep down, you probably don't. And of course, in that moment, we deal with a lot of self-doubt and it's like oh if, if everybody agrees or everybody thinks this then they must be right because they're the majority right um so it takes some courage it takes some balls to to stand up in in the middle of a group that all agrees on one thing and say no i don't agree with that i think you know it's this or but we could also look at it this way you know but the beauty the value that you're bringing to the table when you stand up and do that is that you're broadening the horizon. You're, you might share something that nobody else in that room has thought about and end up bringing just, just a new perspective to the room, which then stimulates others' minds uh, to, to, to look, at, into new, look in new ways. You just stimulate creative new ways to think about the same thing. You broaden the horizon for everybody and you also give permission to everybody else to think differently and to disagree and to express themselves. You know, when, when one person speaks their truth, not only are they doing it for themselves, but they're also doing it for everyone else. Because when one person does it, it's a ripple effect. You give others permission. You know, I'll give you a silly example. I'm sitting at the table and it's not really, it's not really polite to pick my plate up and lick it. But if I do it, I don't care what other people think. I just do it because you know, the food's so amazing. I don't want to waste any sauce on the plate. I want to lick it up. So I do it. And what does that do? Of course, I could get some my mum could say, oh, Jack, that's disgusting, stop it. But then my brother next to me might think, huh, he's doing this, well, maybe I'll do it as well, you know, and they enjoy it. And then maybe the whole table ends up doing it, you know? Um, so it's like being the first one or being the one that's different or just being, saying no or saying yes to something outside the box in that moment can bring so much relief and freedom and liberation to everybody else it's so interesting how when we're in a classroom when we're in a group or at a conference it's so easy just to agree when the majority thinks something to be the odd one out um, and to put your self self-confidence to the test you know a lot of it comes down to that but when you do and you realize the impact it has not only on yourself, because you feel in line, you're just expressing your truth and, 
and you're not repressing anything, but also the, the, the potential value that you could bring to the room, to the space, to the group, to the company, to your friendship, to your group of friends, to your family, you know? And then also in, in, in work, I'll give you a, a practical example that happened to me and Corinna at Sacred Food, our business, a couple of days ago. We were offered to cook at, to cater for 300 people at a castle next year for a festival. And of course, we got lost in the excitement. We were like, wow, it's amazing. Yeah, what this massive exposure for the brand. It'd be so cool. Um, without realizing that I, or remembering that I left the industry because I didn't want to cater for that amount of people. That's why we do small, intimate events. So we kind of um, said yes, but then we were like, no, we don't really want to. And, you know, it's hard to turn things down when they're so exciting and, and potentially so big. But deep down, we didn't really want to do it. So we didn't want to turn down the opportunity. We didn't want to turn down the money. But it was really out of line with our values. So we, ha we, we talked about it and we decided that we were going to turn it down. And we said to the girl, you know, we don't want to do this because this, this and that. And funny enough, her, her festival is called the Intimate uh, intimate festival revolution intimate revolution festival so it's all about intimacy connection transparency boundaries just exploring you know relationships in general and we said to her look the, the main reason we don't want to do it is because it's too many people we like to get intimate when we when we cook for people we like to connect with people we get, get to know them not just cook food for them to eat we like to have a deeper deeper relationship during the experience um, and it made her think, made her think, oh, maybe, you know, she said to us, well, I haven't done a festival this big yet, so maybe it will be too big. We'll realize that after doing it, that we don't want to do it this big in the future. You know, so it was really interesting that our turning down of the opportunity and telling her why made her think, oh, mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm doing an intimate festival for 300 people, but maybe it's not going to be so intimate because it's so many people. And that was the reason why we didn't want to do it. So just to give you an example of how saying no, turning something down, and, but also expressing the reason why can really give other people value and stimulate their way of thinking, you know, really creates a shift in the space. And it's much appreciated as well. If you just say no um, without giving any explanation or justification, it's not a justification, it's just like sharing. It's like, you know, I said no because of this, because it could be constructive for them as well. Um, that reminds me actually that this idea that we need to justify when we say no of course we don't need to justify sorry I was just getting messages through on my phone and I was getting distracted there so giving an explanation for why we're saying no for the constructive benefit of the receiver of the no is cool but feeling that we have to justify or getting other someone else to justify their no isn't necessarily healthy. Let's put it this way. When we say yes, it's like, oh yeah, cool, let's do it. But if we say no, it's not acceptable. You know, to say no to someone, it's like, oh, why don't you want to do that? Why don't you, why don't you like this? Why don't you like me? You know, why, why, why? And it's like, it's hard to accept a no as well without a justification because it brings up a lot of shit for the other person. If I reject you, then you can have you know, you get, you start to have maybe thoughts of self-doubt or this or that. You take it personally, right? So I wanted to make sure, which is not really my job, but because I, I empathize with it, I'm like, I want her to know why we said no, because then she doesn't take it personally. It's like, it's not personal. It's just because we don't want to cater for that amount of people. And she 
she really appreciated that we we gave her some constructive feedback of why we didn't want to do it because then that brought value to her so just really really admiring the no the power of no um and i want to practice it it's not not for the fun of it but really say no when i mean i don't want to do something and i know sometimes in the moment you don't want to do something and then you say yes and you go and you and it surprises you and you're like oh i'm glad i said yes in the end you know but really i just really want to invite you as well to say no when you want to say no turn something down when you don't want to do it you know if if someone if the group your group of friends invites you out but you don't feel like going out just say no even though maybe you're you, you're scared that they're going to take it personally you fear that they're going to take it personally and then next time they're not going to call you so you go out that time just just to, just to secure the friendship for the future you know but it's it's so it's so counterproductive deep down because you'll go out and you won't be in the mood to go out so there'll be there'll be some, some weird horrible this bullshit in the space anyway so can we just be honest with ourselves if if them people don't call you up in the future anyway they're not really friends let's just try and be true to no be true to yes and true to no but we say we say yes so many times out of fear and at the same time you're saying no to yourself and that's when a lot of repressed emotional baggage just yeah it just makes us sick man makes us sick it makes us angry it makes us frustrated it makes us resent resentful say no and feel the relief and uh yeah respect yourself respect the no and respect the no's that you receive respect the people that say no to you and also appreciate them like acknowledge the no's because they're so important and so powerful and speak your truth be the black sheep disagree um and stimulate new horizons (laughs) That's the power of no today. I will speak to you again tomorrow. It's getting a bit loud here in Bari City. Uh, Thanks for listening. I hope you took away some kind of value today. And I'll speak to you again tomorrow. Ciao for now.